Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Christmas. It's a time when we're supposed to switch off, to forget about our own troubles, let alone the world's. Now, if you're, say, a state committing horrendous war crimes, slaughtering innocent civilians with impunity, starving them, destroying their civilian infrastructure, wiping out their healthcare system so that they're exposed to disease and untreated underlying health conditions, this provides something of an opportunity, particularly if, say, you're a state largely armed and backed by nations dominated by the Christian religion, knowing that the peoples of those countries will be celebrating Christmas with their families, understandably seeking out joy and escape from anything that is distressing and painful to read, listen to and watch. You know that those people, if you're that state, have a particular power to put pressure on that state to cease unleashing their barbarism so that they're otherwise occupied and distracted, you can commit horrors under the cover of Christmas. I am, of course, describing the state of Israel as it escalates its murderous terror against what remains of Gaza. What remains of Gaza? That should be a blood-curdling thing to write, but it is true. As a new study finds, Israel's military onslaught is amongst the deadliest and most destructive in recent history. That is quite the accolade to have given the horrors that have been unleashed by humans against each other. In just over two months, it has caused more destruction than was achieved by Syria's Assad regime and its Russian ally against Aleppo over the course of four years, what was unleashed by the Russian army against Mariupol in Ukraine, as well as the three-year US-led campaign against ISIS. Proportionately, it is more destructive and deadlier than the Allied bombing of Germany in World War II, which took place over many years. Two-thirds of all structures in northern Gaza have been destroyed, as well as a quarter of buildings in the southern area of Khan Yunus. 70% of school buildings have been damaged and many of them were shelters for displaced civilians. According to the US academics who did this study, and this is quite something to read, Gaza is now a different colour from space. It's a different texture. They add Gaza is one of the most intense civilian punishment campaigns in history. It now sits comfortably, they say, in the top quartile of the most devastating bombing campaigns ever. Now, how anyone on earth can possibly still indulge this deranged and frankly nauseating fantasy that Israel is somehow seeking to avoid civilian casualties is beyond me. I don't think anyone really does. The ones who are still trying to make this preposterous claim are self-evidently, in my view, lying through their teeth. But consider this study by the New York Times, which found that in the, in the first six weeks of the onslaught against Gaza, Israel routinely used one of its biggest and most destructive bombs in areas designated safe for civilians. Just think about that for a second. These are around 2,000 pound bombs, as they were used in southern Gaza, where Israel ordered civilians to move supposedly for their own safety. So Israel claimed that these were safe zones, ordered civilians to flee there, and then when these civilians, men, women, children, babies, fled there, Israel dropped in them the biggest deadliest, most destructive bombs that their military possessed. Now, consider just one Israeli military strike, which killed just before Christmas a Gaza aid worker and 70 members of his extended family. 70 members. Many extended families 
in Gaza, huddling together and spending their last moments together as they wiped off the face of the earth, often entire bloodlines. According to the UN Secretary General, on average one or two UN employees has been killed every day of Israel's onslaught. That's unprecedented in the history of the United Nations. But when you consider just this one example I just gave you, as you remember that so many entire families of Palestinians have been wiped out during Israel's onslaught, I think it's time to ask yourself, all of us, all of ourselves a question. What is Israel still bombing? Given this is one of the most destructive military campaigns in history, given it's proportionately unleashed more death and destruction than the Allied forces were responsible for against German cities over a much longer time period, ask yourself what possible targets of military value could there possibly be to bomb? On Christmas Eve, an Israeli strike on the Magazine refugee camp killed at least 70 Palestinians. The bodies of men, women, children and babies were scattered everywhere. Some were reportedly beheaded by the blast of that explosion. One of those babies killed was two weeks old. A Christmas Eve massacre conducted by the State of Israel. Here's another example. A 13-year-old boy shot and killed by Israeli drone strike attack. Guess where he was? He was in a hospital in Khan Yunis, the Al-Amal Hospital. Another Israeli strike in Khan Yunis on Christmas Eve, is also believed to have killed 23 Palestinians. It's not just the bombs, of course. Listen to this. According to the United Nations, in one incident, the so-called Israeli Defence Forces reportedly took away families from a building in Gaza City where they were sheltering. They then allegedly summarily killed at least 11 unarmed Palestinian men in front of their family members. They then reportedly ordered women and children into a room and either shot at them or threw a grenade in the room. If such reports of atrocities committed by Hamas militants against Israeli civilians we were listening to on Christmas Eve, you can be sure President Joe Biden would be decrying, rightly, the obscenity and depravity of Hamas. But instead he stands behind these forces reportedly committing such atrocities and indeed he is arming them to the teeth. We don't know how many such atrocities are being committed right now by the IDF. We know from the Euromed Human Rights Monitor, which is an independent NGO based in Geneva, that there are multiple reports of such field uh, executions taking place against civilians during raids on Palestinian homes. Now, because foreign journalists are prevented from accessing Gaza and Palestinian journalists in Gaza are being slaughtered in huge numbers, and it's so dangerous a war zone, we have no idea whatsoever how many Sunrit field executions are being committed by the IDF. In other words, massacres of innocent civilians. There are also multiple reports of Palestinian men who were detained and now released, who are sharing their experiences of extreme torture by their captors. Again, all examples of what are grave, grave war crimes allegedly being committed by Israeli forces in this continuing onslaught. Here's another example, and this is, all of this is hideous, but listen to this. Israeli soldiers raiding Kamal Adwan Hospital in northern Gaza desecrated, allegedly, the bodies of dead patients with bulldozers. They let a military dog maul a man in a wheelchair, and they shot multiple doctors even after vetting them for terror links. These were allegations by staff and patients, which have been reported on by CNN. The head of paediatric services there says the IDF used these bulldozers to dig up bodies recently buried in a makeshift graveyard in the hospital's courtyard. Allegations backed up by the nurses there, and there were videos showing decomposing human remains scattered all across the hospital ground. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Here's another incident. Four pregnant women reportedly raising white flags were shot by the IDF on their way to hospital. And then bulldozers ran over their corpses where they were left to rot in the sun for over two weeks. Truly, Israel is playing a monstrous game here. How hideous, how depraved can its actions be before Western governments say, enough is enough is enough. And it turns out, to the benefit of Israel, there is apparently no limit at all. And it, it must be said, I can keep reading out these violent atrocities, not easy to do, not easy to listen to, but I don't say this lightly, it won't be the bombs and the bullets that coast kill most people. That's not normally what happens in such horror. As the UN Secretary General, Antonio Guterres, says, four out of the five hungriest people on Earth are now in Gaza. Most of the population now are classed as suffering severe hunger. Famine beckons in Gaza. As the Israeli human rights organisation, Betzlem, puts it, for 80 days, Israel has prevented the entry of vital supplies, fuel, food, water and medicine, intentionally leaving people starved, and without water. Furthermore, Israel's plans to flood Hamas's tunnel network with seawater, according to a senior hydrologist, risks, in his words, ruining the basic conditions for life in Gaza. This is one of the elements of genocide. And so you're clear about what would happen. It would mean that the seawater would seep into the aquifer that Gaza's population relies on for 85% of water. So while much of the West peacefully celebrates Christmas in the comfort of warm and safe homes, it's not presents being wrapped in Gaza, but dead bodies. Dead bodies of civilians who have been massacred by a Western-backed state. Now, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has the cheek to issue a Christmas message in which he justifies Israel's mass slaughter of Gaza. In it, he says that Israel is facing monsters. Let's be clear. Those who slaughter innocent civilians, including children, including babies, and who deliberately starve them and deliberately make the conditions of life impossible, they are monsters. But more to the point, they are war criminals. And these are all grave war crimes. Now, the IDF have also tweeted that we wish all those who celebrate in Israel and around the world a happy Christmas and a happy New Year. Truly moving stuff from the Israeli Defence Forces, while they slaughter Christians in the historic birthplace of Christianity. Like the Christians they slaughtered, who were sheltering in the churches of Gaza that they attacked. In the West Bank, Israeli forces are on the rampage, including in Bethlehem itself, of course, where Jesus Christ was born. If you're a believer in Christianity, 
over 2,000 years ago. Now, let's listen to the Christmas message of Munther Isaac. He's the pastor of the Christmas Evangelical Lutheran Church in Bethlehem. We will be okay. Despite the immense blow we have endured, we, the Palestinians, will recover. We will rise. We will stand up again from the midst of destruction, as we have always done as Palestinians. Although this is by far maybe the biggest blow we have received in a long time, but we will be okay. But for those who are complicit, I feel sorry for you. Will you ever recover from this? Your charity and your words of shock after the genocide won't make a difference. And I know these words of shocks are coming. And I know people will give generously for charity. But your words won't make a difference. Words of regret won't suffice for you. And let me say it, we will not accept your apology after the genocide. What has been done has been done. I want you to look at the mirror and ask, where was I when Gaza was going through a genocide? Well, indeed, indeed. There'll be those who cheered on this slaughter or who stayed silent, which itself too should be considered the crime of complicity, who will end up going, we're sorry, we're sorry, this is so horrible. We, we didn't know what would happen. If only we knew then what we knew now. There were no excuses. It was obvious from the start what would happen. This was predictable and predicted, and they can't get away with this complicity. This is one of the great crimes of our time. It was aided and abetted by Western governments and media outlets. So much blood has been lost, and I'm afraid so much blood is yet to be lost too. And those responsible should never, ever be able to scrub it away. Otherwise, these horrors will just repeat themselves over and over again. Now, Benjamin Netanyahu has pledged that Israel will intensify its onslaught. He says that this campaign is not close to being over. Listen to the horrors I've read and consider the genocidal implications of that commitment from Benjamin Netanyahu. So, yeah. This is a pretty grim video to post on Christmas Day. But the Israeli state is counting as being distracted. The crimes being committed against Palestine haven't stopped for the holidays. And so reporting on them must not stop either. And I'll continue each day as best as possible to do so, including many interviews to come, not least of Palestinians whose voices need to be heard. Unspeakable horrors have been committed. Many more unspeakable horrors to come. And as citizens of nations whose governments are allowing this atrocity of historic proportions to happen, we've got a responsibility to speak out. Please like and subscribe. Do share this video. Listen to us on podcast. I'll speak to you soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.